welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Welcome back. You have joined us again as we journey to the center of the earth. Hold on, wait a minute. The movie was journey to the center of the earth? Well, slap my face and call me Zsa I picked the watchable movie again. No, no, <laughs> I'm sorry, I misspoke. We're journeying through movies that are just okay. Trying to find the ones that are great. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. Tony. Each of us has a specific genre that we've picked. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. Each episode, <clears throat> we've picked a movie from our respected genre that, in our opinion, hasn't received the appreciation it should. You won't find these movies on any top ten lists, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you'll find a new perspective. That's deep. You like that? Yeah. This week is Tony's pick. Remember <laughs> Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. <laughs> I like this because it's like Avengers, but not. Well. Because, you, they all have super, <laughs> because they have superpowers, you know? You <laughs> found your dream power. <laughs> or It's pro- actually more like the Suicide Squad, but less cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, not as many of the Suicide Squad dies. So. Well, because, you know, Spoiler. I'm beautiful and bad. Wow. <laughs> we'll get to that. <clears throat> we'll get to that. As you do. So I know it's a little uh, it's a little weird to start in the third movie of a franchise, but uh, this one has always been my favorite of them all. And uh, Wait a minute, this one was your favorite? Well, maybe the first one, but this one... This one, you like of this one better than, um, what was five? Dream Masters or some shit? Dream, the Dream Master? The uh, five was, uh, The one with Alice. Which one was the one with Alice? That's the next one, four. Okay, that it's one. Four. Everybody comes back from <laughs> well, four. Well, like six. Actually, when we were like watching, <laughs> when I was watching this last night, Tony was with me and he was like, now I want to watch the next one. Oh, man, I want to watch the next one. We watched this and I was like, you know what I want to watch? Freddy's dead. <laughs> Not Final Nightmare. <clears throat> or not New Nightmare. That one sucked. So anyway. Alright. So this movie was released on February 27th, 1987. Uh, directed by Chuck Russell, who directed the 1988 remake of The Blob. Everybody everybody excited? Ooh. The Jim Carrey yeah. movie The Mask. That's, Smoking! That's a good movie. A, the seen. Arnold Schwarzenegger movie Eraser. I'll be yeah. back. And I like that one, actually, a lot. With Vanessa I'm Williams. waiting for him to yes. give me one I've seen. Well, she went and saved the best for last. <laughs> I think that's the best Vanessa Williams movie. Well, Eraser. What, 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 hold on. The Marble Man? No. Oh, no, that's a great movie. <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> better than Harley. When are we doing Harley Davidson uh, and the Marble Man? You have to do that one, brother. I don't have that's to do that. That's action-adventure. Yeah. That's also sci-fi fantasy. Because they have a, a drug called Blue Dream, which is totally fantasy. Um... Okay. And, it, and it's scary that they kill off Big John Studd, so you can make it a horror. Ooh. And there's a love story in there, you know, where um, Don Johnson Virginia steals Slims. the motorcycle. So, yeah. Everybody can do <laughs> Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. At the same time. We should do Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man, because we need Carly to watch that movie. <laughs> You've never seen Harley Davidson? I've never heard of it. <laughs> Paint me gold and call me Oscar. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> All right, well, Chuck Russell also directed Get Ready, The Scorpion King. With the rock? Yeah. 
while, wow. that, while that movie was dog trash, it helped launch the dog launch. trash. <laughs> I actually meteoric rise to fame. Did you see Scorpion King three? How bad? That, no. one, that one is Oscar worthy <laughs> after Scorpion King three. How bad does your trash have to be for it to be dogs trash? Pretty bad. <laughs> pretty, pretty Scorpion Kingish. Uh, the story was by Wes, Wes Craven. You know he did Scream, Serpent on the Rainbow. You know who Wes Craven is. The budget was four point five million, and the movie made forty four point seven million. So one would say it's a success. Yes. When you do ten times the budget, it's I'm not pretty bad. sure they spent every dollar of that budget so, too. <laughs> I think stars, it was all on the snake. The stars Heather Lankenkamp from such movies as. All the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and that's it. <laughs> no, she was in that she TV wasn't show. She was in all of them. Uh, she was in. She was in. The, she was the daughter in Just the Ten of Us. Yeah, she was. Every one of these people that's had what an I know illustrious television. I never heard of one episode career. Every one of these fools. Well, no, she was on Growing Pains. Yeah. As like I think like a one-off, but then she was on Just the Ten of Us as one of the one of the ten. Yeah. I I, I did. I looked at all their IMDb's to try to find stuff, but some of them had 99 acting credits, and other than one episode of every crime drama on TV, I had never heard of any of the rest. This is what actors do when they, you know, when they're starting out. Well, I don't know. What do you think the money she was pulling for these kind of? Things? I don't think it was that. If the budget's 4.5, uh, you got to think she didn't get paid a whole hell of a lot. This was in the 80s, so yeah, she's not getting much of it. She probably made 40 grand yeah, at the most. Right. And that's which too then, much for her. This, which then was that's was a fucked good up. I'd love to have her on the podcast. We could talk about the <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street movies. If we're uh, gonna have somebody from this movie on the podcast, could we have Lawrence Fishburne or Robert, Larry Fishburne? Oh, Robert Englund? I love him. Yeah, if we're gonna have someone from that movie, it's gonna be Robert Englund. But if, <laughs> if I get choice if of anybody, I really refer Robert. to her by the nickname I wrote in my notes the whole time. I don't think she's going to call him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> All right. Uh, also in the movies, Patricia Arquette. In her first uh, movie, you know, from True Romance fame. Now she's Elaine the, said she's her least favorite Arquette. Yeah, is that I think right? she's the crappiest Arquette. No, I disagree. That's a tough I disagree because I'm going to say it's Rosanna. No, because I like Rosanna. She had a great song though. Rosanna. She does kind of crappy Rosanna. movies, but I think she's a better actress than Patricia. I can't. I mean, I know Patricia was in the medium forever. Forever. But I don't think she's a good song. actress. She's terrible. They said that in this movie. Uh, the first scene where she's in the um, in the uh, hospital and they're yeah. trying to sedate her, she had to do that forty three times. Wow, I believe it. Yeah. That bad. That's well, this was her first movie. It's her first movie. Fair, but so still. why the hell is she? And the I'm star? pretty sure that every <laughs> well, one they, of her. They said they were already getting into the production and they didn't have any time to recast it, or they probably would have. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure every one of her screams was dubbed because. Her screams were so bad, but in the movie I had a headache. And, uh, like I had to go take some Excedrin. I wish they had used a Wilhelm. Have a migraine? Rounding out the cast. That would have been cool. It's Lawrence Fishburne. Larry. You might hear about him again. Larry Fishburne. Yeah, he's billed as Larry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so real quick, for those who don't have any experience with these movies, here's a quick rundown. Really? Uh, Anybody have not experience with these uh, movies? I don't think... They're watching a movie pod... Listening to a movie <laughs> podcast. I'm pretty sure they've heard of this movie. You think? All right, go ahead anyway. <laughs> so, Freddy Krueger was a serial killer who kidnapped and killed small children. Uh, they walk a thin line with him. Like you do. <laughs> whether he's maybe he's a pedophile, maybe he isn't. They kind of try to keep that out of it. But uh, doesn't really seem to be that strong of a evidence that he's a pedophile, except that he's very gets very sexually charged in some of these kills. But yeah, he does. But either way, um, we'll save that for tit talk. Yeah. So, in the, in the original story, he murdered 20 children on Elm Street between 1963 and 1966. 
He was arrested but avoided going to jail because of a technicality. That must have been a pretty impressive technicality. The grieving I forgot to read Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> the grieving parents came after him and burned him alive. In his dying moments, dream demons came to him and offered him a form of immortality. And now he stalks the dreams of the descendants of the Elm Street posse that killed him. That is until Nightmare on Elm Street 66. Well, the by then. runs out of people to kill. <laughs> All right. So the movie starts out with a quote from Edgar Allan Poe. Sleep, those little slices of death, how I loathe them. Nice. I like, I like that. that. I like how it started out with the quote. But before the quote, before. there was all kinds of flickering, and he ended the movie with a headache. I started it with one. <laughs> when it opens, did you guys, like, Tony, we watched the DVD, right? Or did you? Yeah. Okay. So, like, the, the opening where it, it goes, it does a little doodad, and then it comes up with the screen where you push play. It was just flicker, 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 flicker. flicker I didn't get that. I watched it on a bootleg that I got from a guy at the barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> so, Second time you've done that joke. Is that going to be a reoccurring bit? All that. I go to the barber a lot, okay? But, but I was don't like, make it a thing. I was like, you do have that lion's mane. Please don't, don't let this whole movie be all flickering because I'm just, I'm going to have to turn it off and not finish it. But. I was able to get through the movie. It's, it was really only the beginning. All right, well, after what? We didn't Nothing. Win. After the flickering and the quote and the main titles, we get creepy music and we come into Patricia Arquette's uh, Kristen making a papier-mâché house. I have a question about her name here, and sure. we're going to get to it, I'm sure. Sure. But in the beginning, when she's, right when she's about to fall asleep mm -hmm. here, she runs a little girl. What did she say her name was? Huh. She said Kirsten. Oh, is it Kirsten? She said Kirsten. It's Kristen. But and then the rest Kirsten. of the movie, they call her Kristen. You'd think she would know her own name. Well, you know, that's, that's how bad of an actress Patricia Cat was. <laughs> and they didn't catch that shit. <laughs> Can we talk uh, for a second about the paper mache mix? The papier mache. It was like gross. <laughs> it, was like, it was like pizza dough or something. <laughs> Nobody makes paper mache mix that thick. If you're <laughs> so extremely sleep deprived, you would. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're gonna, I know about Suspend paper mache. disbelief. Lots this of paper mache happened in the '80s, <laughs> but there's no way that it was like. At first, I didn't realize that's what blue. it was. Yeah, I thought somebody was. Yeah. I saw the fly there, and I was like, "Oh my god, are they cooking?" <laughs> that's what I thought. I had seen the movie, so I knew exactly what she was doing. So. But I did. I'm not gonna <laughs> we lie to you. We skipped over our what we thought going in. So. Oh, that's true. Damn it, Tony. Oh, what? We skipped a part. Oh, 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 sorry. Shh. All right, finish your... No, don't stop we right where you are. Stop where we are. Hold on, Put hold your on. finger on your notes. I, I got my finger down there. I what you said real quick. Okay, I real quick. I spent half of the movie in my notes going, Kristen, Kirsten, Kristen, Kirsten. Which one is it? And now I know why. Thank you. <laughs> because she said, she said, what's your name? Kirsten, Every what's yours? Every time I wrote her name, I was like, which one is it? Which one is it? <laughs> well, apparently, she's such a shitty actress, she didn't know the name of the character she was playing. I blame the director and the editor on that one. That's not yeah. her fault, because they should have caught that shit sure. in post. Okay. All right. Now, so, hey, Elaine, what did you think of this movie going in? Go I ahead. just stole your thunder. That's fine. You can borrow Go. <laughs> we totally forgot to do I'll that. I'll go to the thunder store later. All right, I've never seen this movie. <laughs> I only just watched the first Nightmare on the Street this year, like within... I've never seen one. When I had an inkling to watch it, I know I decided to watch it one day, and I was like, "Let's watch this." We were talking about it, and you said you'd never seen that, and I said no, and you said, "Well, we're going to watch that." And it's and it was gold. And I, I mean, I enjoyed the first one. It wasn't terrible. I thought had a great life experience, and I'm glad I saw it. So I assumed this was going to be more of the same, and that's no, no. What did you think going in? I Before assume it was going to be more of the same. There you go. Okay, and now he wants you to stop. <laughs> <laughs> now you, you're cutting to the end. I uh, 
I had never seen this, obviously. We're continuing the streak. It's a movie. Of me never seeing any movie <laughs> you guys it's a movie. Uh, <laughs> it's a movie. You never but, seen it. Um, I thought I had seen the first one, but then in talking to Tony about it, it turns out I think I've seen clips, but I've never seen the whole thing. You see clips of this movie. He was well. I remember once when I was a kid, they were watching it in the other room, and I think I tried to start watching it, and then I didn't like it, so I left, and I watched Beauty and the Beast with my mom. <laughs> well, that's a tale as old as time. So. Song as old as rhyme. So I think I've seen parts, but I've never seen it all the way through. Oh, I okay. I didn't have. I thought it was going to be a lot like the Jason movie, but that was about. All I had. Well, that's a completely into. different movie. Yeah, but they're the similar. Slasher movie. Or what I Slasher thought. Slasher movie, thank you. I thought you. they were going to be very similar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's all I got. Well, I had seen this movie a plethora of times. Mm. As I had watched all of these when I was a youngin'. Mm -hmm. A plethora? A plethora. <laughs> uh, I had seen all of these. I preferred Jason, I mean, Freddy over Jason, mm -hmm. so I watched these more than those. Yeah. And I had seen all of these many times. I had them on VHS. So my expectations going into this was exactly everything that happens in the movie because I had seen it a whole lot. <laughs> so you didn't have a bunch of... I didn't have any... I, I knew exactly what was going to happen. I kept smacking Elaine. I was like, hey, watch this coming up. Watch this coming up. He did kept stealing lines. <laughs> yeah, and I would give the lines before it. The really, good, the the really funny lines, he would lean over and whisper them to me. <laughs> and then the character would say them. <laughs> No. I had seen this once or twice before, so my expectations Gosh. going in was gonna was gonna be uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Gold. He yeah. tried to steal this movie's thunder. <laughs> well, it wasn't the best Nightmare on Elm Street. I do enjoy this one because it's Nightmare on Elm Street meets the Avengers, and I'm sticking with that. Okay. All right, Tony, go back to right. your notes. Work. Okay. So, Kristen Kirsten, whatever her name is, starts to get a little sleepy. Crappy so, Arquette. Dude. So, so she knows what to do. You eat a spoon, spoonful of coffee grounds. Uh, uh, and wash it uh, down with Diet Coke. Like you do. Uh, no, like you don't. You never so do that. Gross. I want to try that to see what would happen. Ew! Oh, ew. Uh, oh. Okay, so then Mom comes in and Kristen tells Mom she's having horrible nightmares. Mom's more interested in her quest and puts her to bed so she her can quest catch, of what? To catch some D. <laughs> Deadpool? Mm, sure. She wants the old... She wants the D. <laughs> she wants the Deadpool. Kristen goes to sleep and she hears little children jumping rope and singing the Freddy song. Elaine, want to sing the song for us? usually precedes Kruger coming for you. Want to sing the song for us? I wrote it down. Go. <gasps> One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, better lock your door. Five, six, get a crucifix. Just grab whatever. Seven, eight, better stay up late. Nine, ten, never sleep again. Good job. So now you've sung on the podcast. I've sung on the podcast. Next time it's one of those two. Well, we do Top Gun. We're going to do Lost in Love Feeling. It's the perfect thing to jump rope to. And I like the grab your crucifix. I thought it was an ice rhyme. I liked it. How did you mess that up? Get your, it's grab, it's grab. I, they don't say it very loudly. <laughs> well, it's also in every one of the movies. Well, I've never seen one before. <laughs> and as I was trying to write, every time I try to write something down, you were like, "Are you going to write that down?" And distracting me. Well, it's well behind the. I children was surprised you didn't know it. <laughs> is the Elm Street house from the, the first movie? The papier mâché house. Papier mâché. Right. Mm -hmm. The house is trashed, and one of the little girls rides around on a tricycle. This is where he takes us, she says. Yeah, that's not creepy. As at all. fire bursts out of the fireplace. Kristen hears metal on metal scraping, and the young girl says, Freddy's home. Kristen grabs the young girl and runs. But the ground turns to black tar 
and Freddie is seen running up behind her. She manages to leap away just as Freddie attacks. After she couldn't move for a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just speaking of the budget here. Well, she's she picks up the girl and runs with her, and it's so obviously yeah. a doll. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, really it doesn't is. move at all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and so just the shape of it in her arms. It was yeah, like and the legs. Is so <laughs> and the fact that it was the size of a cabbage cat doll, you know, it was like that no, was weird. Right? It was a girl sized doll. It just was so obviously a doll. Mm -hmm. Until it became bones, that is. <laughs> so it turns into a skeleton. She makes it into a room filled with teens who have hung themselves. I don't know what that really has well, to do. Well, they don't want it Freddy to get do with anything. Well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's one of the Chinese hells, like the hell of the upside down sinners. Or the hell of getting burned. We're alive. never going to do that movie because it's not underappreciated because that movie is the best movie ever. I'm just saying, maybe it's one of those Chinese hells. Chinese got a lot of hells, Jack. She's referencing Big Trouble in Little China there. <laughs> in case you didn't know. The girl uh, turns into a skeletal doll. And you know what? I'm and not. Screams and wakes you up. know how you said it was so obviously a doll. I was mm -hmm. thinking that, and then it's so obviously a doll, it's so obviously a doll, and then it talks to her, and I thought she's gonna look down, and it's gonna be a doll, and they're gonna acknowledge <laughs> that it looked like a doll, but no. <laughs> it was a doll. It was a boner doll. It was a corpse. Kristen screams and wakes up, or does she? As often happens. It got me. I'm in not Nightmare on Elm Street, the character wakes up, relaxes, just to realize, nope, they're still dreaming. So it's like a fourth wall break. It's out of a fourth wall break. It's like sixteen walls. And Freddy has one more scare for them. Ba boom. The sink starts to take on Freddy's a uh, Freddy-like appearance and attacks her while his reflection can be seen in the mirror. Because there's nothing scarier than a faucet. It, it would scare the shit out of me if it grabbed me. <laughs> Next time you see one of those faucets, you're going to think about claws coming out of it. She and you're going to touch it gingerly. She may have phosophobia. Hey, Is the slime-filled bathtub that tried to eat Oscar in Ghostbusters 2 was scarier than this faucet. Ooh. Until now, you know what? We're going to have to have a, tu a tub off. A tub <laughs> off. A, a scariest tubs in all of movie history. Top 10 scariest bathroom fixtures. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell her that I'm doing it right now. When it happens, she's going to shit like a, all over this thing. I'm going to make a, a faucet and have knives come out of it and grab her hand <laughs> in the morning. And she's going to run out of the bathroom. I'm like, oh, I thought it wasn't scary. So she wakes up again, and her mom comes in to see Kristen has slit her wrists with a razor. Shit. Next stop, Psych Ward. Yeah. We meet up with the orderly Morpheus roaming the halls. <laughs> and that dude's who's, awesome. Is and he a, looking for the one? I think he is. And a who's who of the rest of the cast. First is Taryn, an ex-junkie. Then it's Jennifer, who wants her smoking privileges back. Uh, we see Joey for a second before stopping at Kincaid's room. Hold on, can we stop for a second on her smoking privileges? Mm -hmm. Can you imagine that shit now? <laughs> when am I going to get my smoking privileges back? First of all, it's Never. a kid, so yeah. you don't. Yeah. And second of all, you can't promote smoking. You can't you smoke can't in a facility. Yeah. I thought it was funny. They kept saying, they won't give me a knife, they won't give, but they all have matches. Yeah. And, shit. <laughs> and everybody's smoking in this movie. It's like, wow, that was such it's a thing in 87, huh? Yeah. Uh, before we stop at Kincaid's room, we uh, we see doctors talking about a new hotshot dream therapist that's coming to the hospital. Why is everybody laughing? <laughs> uh, Kristen pulls a Sarah Connor in the hospital room and takes down a few of the orderlies and cuts Fishburne with a scalpel. This is the fakest scream I've ever heard. Like, it doesn't even sound like it's possible that it was her making this noise. And we're going to gloss over the fact that she cut Morpheus. <laughs> Morpheus fought an agent and well, lived. You know that Morpheus thought he could take Patricia Arquette, mm -hmm. and he was unprepared for her to slice He him. got cocky. That was the problem. <laughs> well, That's he heard that she was the one, because, you know, well, we'll get to that. 
Kristen starts to sing the Freddy song. Wait, when, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, oh. Wow, with, we with authority. Room. Did, you, did you talk about how we went to Kincaid's room? Yeah. Okay, because I have in my she notes something. that they called Kincaid. That's not Okay, yet. okay, that didn't happen yet. Okay. My notes aren't the best. All right. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you write them in yellow on a yellow I have that written down, too. That's not yet. All right. I thought you would like that, so I made sure. <laughs> so Kristen starts to sing the Freddy song when Nancy, from the first movie, shows up and starts to fin and finishes the song for her. Nine, ten, never sleep again? Yeah. Mm -hmm. She and Kristen hug, and the situation is diffused. Later, the main doctor is talking to Nancy about the kids. He's an expert in the field of exposition. He tells Nancy a kid cut his own eyelids off to stop from sleeping. That's one way to go. Mm. Like, would that really stop from sleeping, though? <laughs> stop you from breathing, because that's when you bleed to death. What are they going to do? I don't think you're, I don't think the cuts from your... If you cut off your eyelids, I don't think there's enough veins or capillaries to make you bleed to death. I don't know. But Anywhere in your head. <laughs> you probably couldn't see for shit, though, because the blood's no, going to get in your eyes. Can't. I don't think they can fix it. What are they going to do? She had foreskin left over or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, then you're real... Then you look like a dickhead. <laughs> Dick eyes. Oh, God. So Fishburne takes Nancy on a quick Morpheus tour. Before the tour, we get this nun. What's with the nun? We get to the nun. We get to that. We don't know. She's Elaine kept going, nun. what's with the nun? I didn't want to tell her. I you see the stupid well, nun. Well, you shouldn't have told her because I would have given too much away. Well, they but. tell you what, what, what's with the nun later. I knew saying, that was going to happen. That, we but see this she's nun. fucking... But she's watching twitching with, what's the, with the nun? <laughs> I just want to interject that this was the first. Before the tour, we see the nun, and it doesn't make any sense, because Dr. Gordon, or as I was thinking in my head, um, a younger, more attractive Bill Maher, <laughs> sees this nun, and is like, hey, what's new the rule. nun here for? <laughs> you know what I thought he looked like? I thought he looked like uh, Robert Englund. Well, um, and I thought maybe that was going to be like a thing, you know, but it never was. But he really does. He has like the downward sloping nose and the, that the lines. Sense. And he looks like the guy from Body Count. Oh, that, I mean, that was him. <laughs> the same guy. Never mind. All right. And he got buried in both movies. Weird, huh? So I'm sorry. Back to the tour. Okay. So we do the tour. Nancy goes to interview Kristen's mom about what happened. Who's smoking? Yeah, of course. It's 80s. <laughs> during the tour. Oh, we missed something on the tour. During the tour, first oh, of all. Shit. We get we meet Philip who makes creepy puppets. Those are some creepy. Oh yeah, puppets. we did get. What Phillip. the hell? And the the guy that plays Philip, um, I recognized him and I went on his IMDb and I'm Was like, Was he on well, just ten of us too? No, I'm like, why do I know this guy? Why do I know this guy? And I looked and he's in Fire in the Sky. Is he? Yes. That's he's movie. not the main guy. Is he? No, he's not the main guy. Oh, okay. But he's in Fire in the Sky. They took him. And I saw I that, I, that came out in '93. I saw that in the theater and was so scared yeah. I sat on the floor of the theater I believe it that movie scared the shit out of and me and I couldn't sleep for three weeks I believe it <laughs> it's the I mean, scariest I'm not fucking movie I've ever three seen three weeks but it was scary as shit you I know was what? terrified Did aliens were gonna because signs? signs scared the fuck out of me oh signs yeah. yes no. it did but I wasn't no, as scared like sucked. I was <laughs> and yeah, Night Shyamalan but like alien object like yeah. that'll keep me up at night yeah. ooh can we talk about M. Night Shyamalan real quick okay he's got a new movie out right now Split Split and it's loosely a I sequel heard. to Unbroken. Yeah. So Unbreakable. much. Unbreakable. Thank yeah. you. I've been drinking all day, Dig. <laughs> oh, so much that um, Bruce Willis has a cameo in it. That's what I hear. Fuck it. I, was, I didn't give a shit about that movie until that. I'm well, going to see that. It's interesting, sucker. but it's a red boxer. It know? is a red boxer. But now I want to see it. Like, I was going to just. Now it's a definite red boxer. Now it's like I'll spend money. Like, I was going for the free one, but now I'll spend money to see it. <laughs> but. On Blu ray. Then on the tour, we oh, meet sorry. Kincaid and Max, or 
or, or Morpheus to orderly calls Kincaid Cool Breeze. Which I was like, oh, Cool Breeze. <laughs> Glad we stopped. We had to. On the tour for that. I was talking step about M. Night Shyamalan, and you're on Cool Breeze. Yeah, you gotta step off, Cool Breeze. Come on. <laughs> I think more people should be calling Cool and Breeze. And then we, we saw Joey creeping cool on breeze. that hot nurse. Cool well, fun fact. Elaine did uh, vow to bring back Cool Breeze. She did. So here we go. We're hey, Cool back. Breeze, let Tony talk. <laughs> and she did. Cool fun fact for Kincaid. He went to uh, audition and they told him no. And then they they he, he went back and I think I think he came back again for a second audition. But on the way there, his car broke down or something and he got stuck in the rain. And they said they, he came back and they're like, yeah, we don't really think you're right for the part. And he cussed them out and then they gave him the part. Nice. Ah. Well, glad because spoiler alert, he was like, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> like, Perfect. <laughs> and hired him on the spot. All right, so back to right. Kristen's so mom. So Nancy interviews Kristen's mom about what happened. And her mom seems like a bitch. She's Kristen's a mom's a big fat bitch. She's the biggest <laughs> bitch in the whole wide world. So mean old bitch. That was well. a bitch, 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 bitch. She's about as much help as you'd imagine. Uh, Nancy looks at Kristen's room and sees the paper mache house. That kind of looks like the house she grew up in, I guess. I don't know. We see Nancy walking up the stairs here, and she, that skirt she had on. Did you notice that? It was hot. It was so long. <laughs> it was the 80s. I mean, there's 80s all cigarettes. over this. She had a hotter cocaine. It was the 80s, honey. It was like two inches above her ankle. <laughs> terrible. Back at the hospital, Kristen <laughs> is drawing Nancy's house when she dozes off. Her room's door opens, and a tricycle comes in by itself and melts. Pretty cool. Leaves a trail Wait, of blood. Have, yeah, blood on the tires. That's creepy. Oh, yeah. First bloody tires, then it melts. Yeah. Then we're in, all of a sudden in the house again. Kristen finds herself stuck in the old Elm Street house. It's like filled you do. With, filled with rotten food and trash. With that pig? Mm. Yeah, another like fun that. fact that pig was a really rotten pig and people got sick on the set. Um, <laughs> second fun fact this was my only jump scare of the whole movie. <laughs> rotten pig? When the pig moved. <laughs> now, that was a real pig? It was a really, real rotten pig, yeah. Like so the food was all Did rotten. someone have to go underneath to stick a puppet, like so. a puppet up its ass or something? I guess and so. People got like, sick who got that job? <laughs> someone who got Somebody, sick. Yeah. Wow, that's... Can't you just get... Never mind. <laughs> she wanders around, <clears throat> and the house starts to break up in specific uh, places to scare her. Then uh, Freddy Snake scoops her up and picks her up in his, in his mouth and begins to eat her. Yeah, fun fact about that. I got, one for, I got a four, fun fact for this. Okay. That snake was originally um, more um, pale colored. <laughs> so it looked like a giant dick. Yes. <laughs> so they had to paint it in goo. Yes. So they put it. I heard that in the eighties. <laughs> and then it looked like a giant wet turd of a snake. Would you rather a big giant turd eat her or a big dick eat her? I don't think <laughs> you don't have to answer right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mill that over. Get back to us by the end of the podcast. Uh, what you'd rather get eat by a big turd or a big dick? <laughs> Let me put that in my wrap up. <laughs> But yeah, so Freddy... <laughs> now I'm out of fun facts. Freddy scoops her up and starts to eat her. Oh no, I got two more. Uh, oh, you got two more? I have two more fun facts. <laughs> not I'm for a, this scene. But I'll give you one right now. Uh -huh. Robert England fell asleep in his Freddy makeup. And when he woke up, looked himself in the mirror, scared the shit out of himself. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> it was like, makeup. Can you imagine that? Makeup. You wake up dressed as Freddy. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just me! <laughs> Christ, Kristen calls out to Nancy and... Holy shit balls, Nancy hears her and comes into the dream to save her. My notes say, how, how, how is that possible? <laughs> yes. It doesn't make any sense. When she fell Wait back in that chair and just disappeared, I was like, what in the fuck? So let me get this straight now. You're okay with a big giant dream demon killing yes. kids while they're sleeping. Yes. That's okay. I'm totally on board with that. But... 
talking in sleep is yeah. Oh, let me say this. Shit. Nancy Real is quick, in her. Let yep. me say this. Have you ever seen Dreamscape? No. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm doing that. It's Dennis Quaid. Have you ever seen Inception? And he goes in people's dreams and fights bad guys because they have bad. They have assassins that go in your dreams and try to kill you, and they're trying to assassinate the president. Maybe we should do a whole little Dennis Quaid mini uh, mini podcast. Month. <laughs> no, do a month because I can do inner space. You can do dreamscape. <laughs> I don't know if dreamscape is actually hard, but it's it's awesome. But I will do. What was the one with the flight of the phoenix? That's what I'm doing. You can do flight of the phoenix. Oh, I got and you can do, <laughs> you can do the one with Scarlett Johansson. What? And and um Topher. Um oh uh. Uh, I don't remember uh, the name. I can't remember the name either. <laughs> we'll, we'll look it up later and put it on your list. Okay. All right, fans, uh, if you know what it is, but, please tweet it out to us because I have no idea. Again, use the hashtag <laughs> Elaine, you're super dumb. Elaine, you're stupid dumb. Hashtag. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> Get it together, Carl. I disagree with that hashtag. But uh, when she fell back in the chair and she just disappeared. We stole on and that. And I'm like, yes. yes. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, okay. Then she appears in the dream. And first off, I'm like, what? What? That doesn't make any sense. So then I'm like, okay. What if, like, somebody was in her house, and she's there, and then she just disappears? Well, she wouldn't have... <laughs> <She just laughs> <got asleep. laughs> no, but, but in the scene, she, like, falls but into but the, in the chair and is movies, gone. But in the there's always, like, a, a, a blending of reality and dreams. It just... And you see it later on in the... In she's the, clearly awake when she hears... And she love her And then suddenly... say, Nancy! <laughs> Nancy! And then all of a sudden, she falls asleep. Yeah. She, like, faints through her chair. Yeah. Moving on. What the hell? It was weird. So, Nancy... Gets pulled into Kristen's dream, and Kirsten. uh, Kirsten's dream, <laughs> Kristen's dream, and tells Kristen to wake up, and she does. And she does. Exciting, <laughs> like you do. But Nancy has a small cut on her hand from the ordeal. Well, you know, Freddie. That's because what happens in the dream stays in the dream. Real. Although I have another thing about that later. From there, we go to a uh, group session with all of the characters. Nurse Ratchet wannabe says that there isn't anything to these dreams. They protest, and we move on. Only real talk my, in this room. My great, <laughs> my favorite line is in this scene. Okay. Well, let me know when you, we need to stop for it. Well, it, or is I, it right should now? I say it now or should I say it later? Well, it's right now. Because they're in the group. Well, they're in And there. she's telling them that they're all full of shit and that they need to come clean with Nurse Ratchet. is telling them they're all mm -hmm. full of shit and they need to come clean with the actual guilt and stuff like that. And then they're, something about the repressed sexuality or whatever, but... Kincaid says, great, my dick is killing me. <laughs> Trying to kill me. <laughs> Trying to kill me. That's my favorite line. Yeah, my course. favorite line is also from Kincaid, but not that one. I know. Yours comes up. I wrote yours down, too. Oh, good. But I thought it was weird. This lady, she sees all these kids come in. They're all dreaming about the same dude trying to kill them. Well, she's a shitty doctor. And she doesn't see, think they're connected in any way. Well, there is a certain amount of uh, group hysteria things. It's like how everyone sees gray aliens abducting them. Yeah, but that's but, like widespread people know. But did, had anybody ever heard but, I mean, of this before? I mean, they live a foot away from each other, you know? Do they, hey, do they, they don't <laughs> seem to know each other. Well, well, <laughs> well, these are the Elm next Street scenes. Kids. They're playing Dungeons and Dragons together. Yeah, but they're stuck in the hospital together. You stick me Wizard in a psych ward yeah. with a bunch of strangers. If one wants to play Dungeons and Dragons, fuck it, I'm playing. I don't have anything but else to do. But they all come in. Carly's loose Dungeons and Dragon morals aside. She might. They might not have... Okay, so when they come to the psych the hospital at different times so all they're they're having nightmares and it's some random boogeyman but she might not the boogeyman shit i watched the wrong movie again they might not have said all the details until after they were already in the hospital and she could think that it's part of them just putting other people's delusions in their own dream well, there's like, also yes. there's also a in in slasher movies and a lot of movies in the 80s that revolve around teenagers there's always a certain amount of 
adults don't understand us and adults don't care, you know, and that's mm -hmm. kind of a thing. Well, and you know what else was a popular song right around now is parents just don't understand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they clearly don't. Because Kirsten's mom thinks she's just trying to get attention. Also, girls of the world ain't nothing but trouble. Mm. I don't mean to bust your bubble. So Taryn, Joey, and Will are playing what looks like Dungeons and Dragons ripoff called Wizard Master. Well, it's the discount version. Yeah. Taryn gets bored and rolls out. Morpheus comes in and tells them uh, it's bedtime. Why are Will's socks dirty? He's in a wheelchair. Why is that a problem? I told <laughs> you I don't want on the ground. <laughs> I don't want to waste valuable podcast time on this. Moving on. I do more because it's all I can look at. It's Morpheus puts him in bed, and the bottom of his socks are dirty. The boy can't walk. <laughs> I this is a movie that. mistake. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't notice that. But what I did notice was that we have the kids told to go to bed. And then we cut to a scene of the doctors having dinner. It's like, what time are these kids yeah, going I had to bed? With that too. <laughs> well, I think that they're. I think are Nancy and Neil dating? Yes. I, I was questioned. Uh, they I never came out and said it, but it seemed like it, it really seemed. They're like hanging it. out. They're staying up late to talk about her psycho anti psychotic. Yeah. They're she's having taking. Well, wait a yeah. minute. Well, her mind's telling her no, but her body's telling her yes. Oh, all those teeth. So, <laughs> the, <laughs> so after Wizard Master, the boys decide to sleep in shifts. Smart idea. That is a really good idea. If the demon man's trying to kill me in my sleep, you stay up. So um, the director from this uh, inspired later uh, the director for The Losers because we jump every four minutes. And now <laughs> we're going from that scene to Nancy and Neil having, I guess, dinner and drinks together professionally. Nancy, nope. <laughs> Nancy tries to explain the Freddy stuff as gently as she can. And Nancy wants to give the kids... A drug called Hypnocell, which this is the first time we hear about Hypnocell in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and it's kind of a big part of the mythos, and it carries on into other movies. The Freddy Killer, if you will. Yeah. Well, we really, John really enjoyed when Dr. Neal was uh, looking it up on his really old 80s computer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the what, do you have a Tandy? Blinking and the... <laughs> yeah. Like he had a floppy disk drive, like an actual five and a quarter inch floppy. I'm like, holy shit! You know how much of your stuff so you get on there? Not much. Listeners, so much if you're computer. under the age of twenty, you probably have no idea what we're talking. Like about. it was an actual floppy disk. They call them that because they were floppy. Not, I know what those are. I'm old. Not, okay, moving on. <laughs> All right, now four but, minutes later. Think about that. We leave this scene and go to Miami to steal a helicopter. No, that's next. Uh, That'd be so we'll leave awesome. Here and meet Mexico. with Philip in bed asleep. On the walls are all these creepy-ass marionettes that he makes in his free time. One of them is faceless, and we uh, close in on it, and the blank, blank face morphs into Freddy's. That was claymation. It was pretty cool. I feel like if you're going to make creepy puppets, you deserve to die. I don't know, but th that claymation probably took a long time to do, and they did, like, stop camera on it. I don't know. This was, I think, the coolest death and effect in the whole movie. It probably it was wasn't very expensive, cool. and yeah. kudos to the guy that did it, because they had to make a claymation Freddy face. The uh, Freddy doll uh, pops some claws out of his fingers, cuts himself free, and falls to the ground. He grows to full size and stands before Philip's bed. See, I would have thought it would have been cooler if he was still a little doll. <laughs> the, the little doll just, if he would have died with the little doll on top of him, like Chucky style, in his chest, like, nah, 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 would have been awesome. <laughs> but no, they had to blow it. Philip awakes, and Freddy starts to cut on him. He uh, makes him a marionette with his arteries yeah, stretching out for strings. Like Kincaid's in the bed next to him, sees Philip start to sleepwalk, and tries to wake him up. But Not it doesn't very work. hard. He doesn't try very hard. doesn't work immediately, <laughs> so Kincaid jumps, Kincaid jumps from the bed and tackles Philip to the ground, saving him. Oh, wait, no. 
He doesn't do anything. He goes back to fucking sleep. He's like, yeah. whatever, fucker. You go ahead. He calls and walk. him an asshole. <laughs> I was like, did we watch the different cuts of this movie again? Because that's not what happened. He didn't do anything. Cool breeze. Stayed in bed. Yeah. Joey sees Philip about to jump off the roof and grabs Will. Will yells at Philip while Joey goes and tries to get pretty much everybody else. And then Philip takes. Okay, so Joey like who can't talk. <laughs> Joey who can't talk runs to get yeah. everybody. <laughs> well, he goes guy. to the nurse's station, steals her dinner or whatever. Just a try. And he wakes up everybody. First of all, they all run into Will and Joey's room. And they're yelling at him. What happened to that nurse? Mm-hmm. Why didn't she run into Joey's well, room? Well, first of all, Joey phased through a door, so they couldn't get to him. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. If some kid comes up to my nurse's station and steals my dinner, guess who I'm following? The fucking kid! Yeah, you don't see the nurse again. Yeah. Especially she was doing her crossword puzzle. Also, she was really I thought it was a little weird that you put the two most able-bodied kids in the same room together, and then you put the kid who can't walk and the kid who can't talk in the same room yeah. together. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that probably... I really want to know how the kid who couldn't talk was playing D&D. <laughs> <laughs> well, he clearly can talk. He just doesn't. No, he only talks. We're gonna get to that. No, no, because no, 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 no. We'll get to no. that. They say that he doesn't talk. And when when they're in group, they specifically say that Joey doesn't talk much. Not that he can't talk. Not that he's mute. That he doesn't talk much. He's scared dumb. Well, she's she called dumb. So we'll yeah, like, you know, like deaf and dumb. Like, dumb oh, I got as it. You can't yeah. speak. <laughs> well, I understand. I just want to make a dumb joke. I get oh, okay. Yeah, it was dumb. <laughs> See? All right. That's so, success. Philip takes a dive. And then, uh, <laughs> cuts next day, the artery strings yeah. and, and then falls, he falls to his death. And then we jump again. Next day, we're back in group. The kids are very open talking about Freddy now. And Nurse Ratchet isn't hearing it. Kids try to explain. <laughs> nurse Ratchet. <laughs> try to explain. Know, she's like, good job. <laughs> nurse, says that from, nurse says that from now on, they'll be drugged at night and locked in their rooms. Kincaid ain't hearing that. He revolts and they put him in solitary for that. So good yeah, job. He starts in the quiet room. Up yeah, a quiet storm. <laughs> he is Fuck fucking, you, motherfucker. Yeah, he was cussing up a storm. And but, the only person that can, that, can, that can face him at all, Larry Fishburne. The only one who can get him is Morpheus. Maybe Trinity would have been able to do it, but I don't think she was born yet. I like how to believe Trinity. Morpheus was the god of dreams, and this is the dream warriors. Just a little something, something on the side. She's making some connections. <laughs> so, is that a callback? No. no. That's a fun fact. <laughs> it's an illusion. <laughs> There's a callback in this movie. There were a few. <laughs> so Dr. Neal says that that's... They're going to have to do all that. That's fine, but we're going to give them hypnosil. No! No hypnosil! She yeah. says, absolutely not! Because that will not further the plot. I what drug does. I thought that was weird. Like, he had never heard of it before, but she knew all well, about it. Well, it's highly it. experimental. <laughs> well, she's a, evidently a very better doctor. A very better doctor. I'm not a, I'm not a linguist. <sighs> so then four minutes later, Kincaid is stuck in solitary, and he's trying to keep awake by singing. Is he singing Only in My Dreams by Tiffany? Because that would have been cool. <laughs> uh, we cut to Jennifer. She's in the uh, was it the community room watching TV, trying to learn how to act, ironically. Fishburne comes in and wants to turn the TV off. Uh, she begs him, and he agrees to let her have it on. But you didn't see me. Taryn is getting out of the shower when an orderly 
Lorenzo walks Hold on. Out. I got to cut you off here. Okay. Sorry. Because here's my other fun fact. <laughs> um, the actor, what's his name? No, the the, 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 the talk gross. show host. Uh, uh, Cabot. Dick Cabot. Dick Cabot, yeah. We're not there yet, though. But before I forget, because I know me, I'll forget. <laughs> he picked Jaja Gabor to be in that scene because mm-hmm. he said that she was the stupidest person she ever met, <laughs> that he ever met, and wanted her to die in a movie. Nice. Whoa. That's why she's in that scene because nice. he thought she was the dumbest person that I he ever really met. I was really sad that Freddie killed Jaja Gabor, but we're not Jaja. there yet because we're a gross drug dealer, dude. But I just remembered that. That was my other fun fact, fucker. <laughs> this is the second movie in a row of Tony's that has a gross drug dealer, dude. Hey, but nobody's peeing in it. <laughs> Second week in a row, no pee. He says he's working tonight and he can get her some good meds. She resists saying she doesn't do that stuff. He points out her injection marked arm and she tells him to fuck off. <laughs> like you do. Yeah. So then we're back to Jen. She's watching TV and smoking, occasionally burning herself to stay awake. Now, I, and this, in the beginning, you said she wanted to get her smoking privileges back. And the way she, st- I've never smoked, but the way she started smoking, I was like, does she really smoke? And then she burned herself with it. And I'm like, does she really only light these so she can burn herself I think so. to stay awake? I don't think she actually smokes, smokes. I think she just... Burns herself to stay awake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, smoking's cool, so... Kids, if you're, you know, no, cigarettes, don't do it. It's gross. Well, it It's makes gross sense. and expensive. It makes sense for them to take it from her because she's burning herself. Yeah. She doesn't seem to be a trouble any other way that we see. And she doesn't get, you know, these are cigarettes she finds in the ashtray, you know. So. Gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's smoking somebody else's butts. So, okay, so now to John's scene. On the TV, Dick Cavett is interviewing Zsa Zsa Gabor. Dick mm-hmm. turns to Freddy and the TV statics up and Freddy's song starts playing. Uh, what is it? Uh, Dick Cavett say something uh, to her. Something about a bitch. I don't know. I don't he says bitch a lot. What you think, bitch, or something? Yeah. And cuts her face <laughs> open. Um, so Jen walks up and hits the TV, and uh, it turns into Freddie. He grabs her, and he says, "It's her big break in TV." But welcome to prime time, bitch. And they pulls like her the face into the I like the way his head screen. popped out of the top. Like I don't know why he had to have a membrane cool. on his head when he came up, but okay. <laughs> Lord, think Larry, fish, Larry, Larry, Larry Morpheus comes in the room and sees that she's dead. Okay, and how? And it's the his hell? fault because he let no. her watch TV. No, how the hell do they think that she got her head stuck yeah. in the TV? Because she's like a foot and a half off the ground. She jumped. Did she jump so yeah. hard? She ran. No, yes. no. Those are old TVs. Those, that shit was hard to yeah. break. <laughs> Have that you tried to ram your TV. Hold up. Have you tried to ram your head through one of those TVs? That's not one of have these. Have you TVs. tried no. to ram your head through one of those TVs? <laughs> no, but I Then you have no basis here. Oh you have no Lord. leg to stand on. Oh Lord. I, I have also legs. never tried. I can always stand on. I'm just saying those were heavy pieces. I like the kid in the wheelchair. How are you supposed to master. jump and put your head through a TV? That's like yes. an inch and a half thick of glass. Those old TVs were Those are not easy. No, but actually nobody even mentions it. She had a really big head. I said to Tony, "Well, they can't Pretend like she committed suicide. They can't. Cause There's no way Philip, it happened. Philip jumps off a building. That's perfectly explained away. But Jennifer is her head's in the TV. How did that happen? She jumped off the table. It doesn't make any sense. Well, we cut to her funeral, where <laughs> Doctor Neil meets a nun, Sister Mary Helen. Helena. 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 Sorry. Weird nun. She explains that the evil spirit must be put to rest, or the kids will die. I wrote this down. Only one thing can save the children. The unquiet spirit must be laid to rest. It is an abomination to God and man. She's very ominous. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, he is the son of a hundred maniacs. 
They hang out for a bit, Neil starts to talk about how he's a failure. Nancy says that it's time for the truth, and we get another group session. Well, a lot of group sessions. Only Neil real talk Nancy, here. Only when Neil and Nancy were talking, they were like in one of their houses again, and I wrote down, are they dating already? That yeah. was really fast, because they, they're it hanging out outside. escalated or, awfully quickly. Like, yeah. If they've gone out maybe twice, they're already hanging out and in the evenings the in one of their houses. <laughs> this is the second funeral that they've been to, and like after he talks to Invisible Nun, he puts his arm around Nancy. Like him and Nancy walk away with their arms around each other, yeah. and I'm like, what the hell? Maybe they're implied to be dating. Well, she was very into his. Is that why Nancy big, dies in the uh, end because she was boning Doctor No? He's got all them teeth. <laughs> Okay, that's right. right, we're back again. Will says there won't be enough of them left for group soon. Nancy tells the kids the story of Freddy and explains that Kristen can pull them all together in, to, into their dream, into her dream. She has a special gift. Supposedly, together they can fight Because she's the one. Dr. Neil hypnotizes all of the kids together to try to experiment out. Then he touches them. It's just insane. <coughs> Excuse me. It appears not to work. Joey wanders off. Here's uh -oh. what, I'm sorry. My issue with this hypnosis scene is that he ends up, hip, or he's trying to hypnotize himself, too, even though he doesn't have any... He's not even looking at the pendulum? We don't yeah. know that yeah. he was trying to hypnotize himself, but he does end up asleep. My issue with the hypnosis is he leaves the desk lamp on, <laughs> and part of the pendulum thing is it's there's light. that little light. Well, maybe they just but love the his flashy ways. the desk lamp is on right behind it. So it's, it's not as effective. <laughs> like, what the hell? Well, that's because they're all broken. He's so But paid. it doesn't work, so Joey Wander's off. And he says, you're going to have to face reality. <laughs> and they go to get a drink of water. And Joey wanders off to see a nurse that he has a crush on. She starts to flirt with him pretty hard. And the group realize they are actually sleeping. And then it's time for... TikTok. No, uh. first, first we find out all their special dream powers. Yes. Can we just skip to TikTok? No, no, we have to talk about the dream powers. powers. And, the, and the nipple placement. What about the nipple placement? We'll get we'll there. there. We got, we'll get there. We got that covered. Don't worry. Will, Will We're says, uncovered. We'll uncover all hello. the Hello. Someone flossing. Will says he is the wizard master. He stands up and turns a ball into a bird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. First he says, in my dreams, I can walk. And, my and just the way he said it, it made me think, I'm a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> Once I was a wooden boy. Uh, King Cade apparently has super strength. He can bear a shitty chair into a ball in half. <laughs> and what's his name? He says, Neil says, uh, King Cade, please. That's very unnerving. <laughs> I thought and, uh, Kristen decided she's some kind of gymnast. <laughs> she can do flips. No, how about this, Kristen? You can pull people in your dreams. That's yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah, I thought her part was The flips are dreams. not all that impressive yeah. compared to <laughs> Pulling people in your dreams it blows your stupid and flip then, away. And Taryn, John's favorite character. Ooh, wait a minute. I want to do it. Stop. <laughs> in my dream, I'm beautiful. Click. And bam. And a dominatrix. <laughs> the, clicking <laughs> noise, the clicking noise he made is when she turned. She opens her switchblade. Two yeah. switchblades, one for each hand. Yes. And how long did it take her to take all of her hair, put it in that fucking mohawk? <laughs> Some Elmer's wow. glue was what? used. I used to have a buddy of mine who wore his hair like that and he said it took him a long time and he used Elmer's glue. I heard you could use eggs. I'm just saying that I agree well. her outfit was bad, but not beautiful. <laughs> it was the 80s. And she did you know. have glitter titties, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, she did have glitter titties. <laughs> now, we a also lot, of lot of hoe dust on that. A lot of hoe dust. Hoe dust, that's what you call it. Not glitter titties. <laughs> All right. Hoe dust. expansion. Hoe dust for show dust. Did you say titties? Is it time for tit talk? Let's I get tit talk. God yeah, damn it. We're getting there. <laughs> Back to Joey. Joey is still with the 
Not at all, Freddie Nurse. She starts to get undressed and has excellent nipple placement. Excellent nipple placement. Seriously. Really, those were perfect nipples. Real boobs or fake boobs? Real. What's our consensus? I was thinking real as well. I was well. thinking real too. If you can touch them, they're real. Oh. Real because... Define it, real for me. 80s fake boobs Not are pretty case. horrendous. Yeah, that's right. That's 80s true. fake boobs were... Those were right. some quality they were boobs. Very nice And they didn't boobs. start doing... Uh, they were real and they were but spectacular. Hatchet or, or belly button ones, so they always had that really terrible scar around the area. That's right. true. Um... Also, she was her wearing underwear. nothing under that. That's how nurses uniform. dress, Carly. Except for <laughs> Stop, <laughs> stop. Really? In, in really? Your dreams, hey, Carly, in your dreams. Carly, when your boobs are that perky, you don't have to wear a bra. Exactly. Yeah, it's cold in hospitals. I don't <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let me stop you here. In the movie about a dream demon where someone could fall through a chair by sleeping, <laughs> you don't have to wear a bra. <laughs> can, we talk about, can we talk about her underpants? The super yes. high cut thong? Yeah. I That's forgot. what nurses wear. I forgot that that underwear it's like, like I'm that. in a nightmare. You know, you're to shatter all my dreams. No, no. I'm just saying, I forgot. Watch out for that glove behind you, Tony. <laughs> I forgot that that underwear was a thing. Like You forgot underwear was a thing? No, no. This <laughs> like is that no, the super, style. That style of thong, the super high cut thong. I forgot all about that. Well, now because it's all about the low cut thong. It's how low can you go. Now, yeah. before it was how high can you reach only, your thigh. Only, <laughs> only old ladies wear high cut. <laughs> and if you have a ding-a-ling, you can touch that thing. <laughs> go ahead. So they start... They Cut her start off. They start making out. I'm That's a callback. Oh, my God. They start making they out. They start making out, and... But it's like, the weirdest make-out. Like, like, it looks well, like... Well, first of all, it's like, she's like, I've always looked at you and thought you were really cute. Now let me take off my dress and kiss you. And yeah, I was like, because no, he's a no, teenager no, and no. she's like 22. <laughs> And Tony goes, it's a dream, it Carly. Happen. It's a dream. <laughs> yeah. I was like, nope, nope, never going to happen. Never going to happen. <laughs> She's over here singing anvil. Never, never going to get it, never going to get it. It was more realistic. I sang on the when, podcast, Tony, you're up. <laughs> it was more realistic when Mary Steenburgen fucked to Josh than Whoa. this oh. Actually, I, I agree uh. with you. <laughs> it's more real than Kevin Costner peeing into a cup. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> it's more real than the glow. So, now we're at tongue talk. <laughs> they start making out and it's, there's a lot of tongues. And there's a lot of tongue happening. So much so that she starts to shoot tongues at his arms and legs to hold them to a bed. Freaky do. Pretty freaky. And the, the tongues, like, kept moving. Yeah. <laughs> And then Fred, that's and where that 4.5 million went. And big surprise, Freddy appears. This movie is not scary. It's gross. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Back at the group, the room starts to burn. The door opens and it's Nurse, Rat Nurse Ratchet. And they're like, shit. <laughs> now here's the burner. They're like, shit, where's Joey? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Joey's restrained to the bed and the mattress falls away and he's over hot cold. Yeah, like a hell. So then the dream opens to hell. His chestnuts are roasting on open fire. It doesn't matter. But so then everything... So then they go back to group and then they realize they're in a dream. Yeah. And Neil tries to open the door and he burns his hand on the doorknob because it's a fire all around, fire all around. And then Nurse Ratchet comes in and wakes them all up. I expected his hand to be burnt. Yeah. But they didn't show, but like, because everything that, that when you're injured in the dream, it happens in real life. And mm -hmm. he got injured, and I thought that this was him really believing because he would have the burn That's mark on his point. hand. That's a good point. And that, he didn't have a burn have mark. They should have done that. 
That's what's yeah. known as a continuity error. Maybe, maybe de- that, that was a movie. Was this was a big continuity error. Well, there's continuity like errors Kirsten all over Kristen. this movie, but shit happens. <laughs> this is a bigger error than Kirsten Kristen. Because his hand should have been burnt. True. <laughs> Somebody uh, should have had a burn mark. Next time I have lunch with Wes Craven, I'll bring this up. You should. <laughs> So wake oh, so up, awesome. wake up, Joey struck oh. out on the floor and in a coma. Head of the department fires Neil and Nancy. Neil is putting his work stuff into his trunk when he sees the nun at the oh, top okay. of, uh, I guess, an abandoned part of the hospital. And again, yes. Elaine's freaking no. out. What's with the nun? I feel like this. <laughs> I kind of feel like this is the same area of the hospital that Philip jumped off. But then Neil's Maybe. like, this has been closed up for years and has to get a rock to break into it. Yeah, but he walked right through the door well, that aged. locked him into the into the ward. So yes, he, he could walk right through that door or phase right, right through you. that door. For all of you but we get exposition none. So I liked this. Neil part. catches up with her and sister explains Freddie's conception. It, it seems a young girl was held captive and raped hundreds of times by insane uh Sanitarium, yeah. They held, they hit her for two weeks. The girl was found a couple of days later, and she she's pregnant with child. The bastard son of a thousand or a hundred maniac. I'm sorry. There are certain lines in this good. movie that just made me burst out laughing. <laughs> well, and Freddie's dead. They call like, him the son was of a hundred maniac. I was not awesome. frightened by this movie at I all. I just like kept laughing randomly. <laughs> I think the nun is in a better, creepier movie that just keeps crossing over with this <laughs> shitty movie. I'm gonna go with a uh, spoiler alert. Elaine's not gonna recommend this movie. What? <laughs> Don't shatter my dreams. I already lost the nurse thing. <laughs> no, no. Nurses definitely don't wear bras, and they all wear those high-cut thongs. All right, all right. <laughs> That's a true story. We're going to let you have that. But how many nurses have you seen that you want to see in high-cut thongs? <laughs> handful, maybe. We're going to remind them that... Hey, the as long as there's one the hot nurse out there. <laughs> as long as there's one hot nurse, she's saving the professional <laughs> profession. Professional? There's always got to be one. <laughs> there can be only one? Yes. When and are we doing Highlander 3, the quick and Hello, <laughs> Never. <laughs> All right, we're back at the hospital. <laughs> Joey's still in a coma, and Nancy tells Freddie to let him go. And this is the part I really liked. Mm. Gashes appear on Joey's chest and stomach, saying, Come and get him, bitch. Some of which. He looked her right in the soul his nipples, and said, And that's when I would, like shuddered, like, ooh. <laughs> so that, that made you shudder? Yes. The cuts are over his nipples? I don't even want to know how. I mean, I know it's fake, but <laughs> how much that would hurt. I would like to know. <laughs> right in the areola area. But they don't clarify whether she's awake or asleep. So does he really have those cuts in him? They never. No, none of the doctors ever mention it. Like they never come. I feel back like up. that's something that would come up. He woke up with these. <laughs> well, <laughs> this written on him. So Nancy talks to Neil, and they share some info. The decision is made to find Kruger's bones and bury them on sacred ground because that's what you do. So they're in the car, and Nancy is giving him shit about his secret, super secret nun info. Like she's yeah, trying she to, is a little a little she's catty. She's like, "What do you mean this nun told you, bitch? You're trying to convince him about this dude stalking everybody's dreams." She gets a little catty because she goes, <laughs> "She's well, territorial." It seems like she knows a little bit more about Kruger than I do, or something. Yeah, <laughs> well, like, she's territorial. You, you know, she wants that's to be the Freddy Krueger expert. So and also that's her man. No, you can't do no. I just can't believe she's giving him shit about the made-up nun. <laughs> he finally when... believes you. He's totally on board. He's yeah. sharing with you. Well, it's new. middle kid syndrome you because she's one of the middle ten. <laughs> <laughs> but the 
the uh, Invisanon, you said she said um, that she had to bury the bones in yeah, hollow ground. Yeah, bury the bottle on hollow ground. And she asked him what thing, yeah. he believed in, and he or what his religion was, and he said science. And she said, That's if, you're, uh, <laughs> if all you believe in is science, then it may be you that it gets laid to rest. <laughs> I'm telling you, I thought that Invisanon was a good line. is in a way better movie. So she's saying if you're agnostic, I guess he'd be agnostic, or he'd be an atheist. But so Nancy, He'd be in that genre. Um, Nancy says he's a bad that, guy. Nancy says no. that it's time to go see the one man who... Knows where his remains are located. Which I thought she meant Freddy. <laughs> I thought she was going to go really in the dream and, and trick him into telling Freddy, where the bones yeah. are buried. It's no. kind of risky. <laughs> I did not expect the return of this character. Of the dad? Okay. Now, what was the dad's occupation in the first movie? Oh, I don't remember. I thought wasn't he was a cop. A, wasn't he yeah, a cop? Yeah, he's a cop or some kind. And what is he now? Security, Security guard. And there's no fucking mention of why. Well, if your daughter goes crazy and your wife dies, yeah. then maybe you have to leave the force. They put you on okay. to leave. Okay, so in, in the beginning, we learn that these are the last of the Elm Street children. Their parents were involved in this. Yeah. Presumably, then, they her dad children. is not the only one that knows where the bones well, are. Well, evidently, he was the one who took the bones away. <laughs> like, well, they, they may have all moved away. <laughs> well, like, what's her bit? What's her mom? What's her name's mom? The bitch is still here. Yeah, but Nancy, Nancy couldn't movie. get any information out of Kristen's mom before. So, what do you think? Well, if she went back and said, "Hey, I know you were involved in the killing of Freddy Krueger," <laughs> I'm sure she might Chris, be able to get well, something. But, but Kristen's mom killed, isn't given any information. Well, out maybe they all killed Freddy by throwing fire at him or whatever. But maybe he's the one that took the bones and hid them from everyone. Yeah, else. we'll go with that. Move on. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't see how you're getting it, any information. Mommy, bitch. It raised some questions yeah, for me. That's mommy fine. dearest isn't given anything up. Well, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Mommy oh, dear. Why is Thank you. Thank you. I've seen that movie. Carly saw me. Carly saw a movie, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, take a drink. All right, I think I will. Thank you. It's been four minutes, so scene change. Back at the hospital, Kristen Kirsten is freaking out, so she gets a timeout. That's the whole scene. Next scene, Nancy takes us to a dive bar where her dad is drinking. Nancy begs her dad for the location, but dad isn't having it. After calling her, oh, princess, please come back later. Yeah. Bye, fuck off. Can we get something really, really cool? Then Doc gets a Gets a beep on his beeper. Is and he uses... Cool? No, huh. he calls the hospital on... A payphone. <laughs> Beepers and payphones, people. <laughs> They're payphones. Right, Look them up on Google, because... Kids, beepers were these little devices. Now imagine you can only send somebody a message, but it said boobs. But it's <laughs> or boobless or nine one one. Boobs only use the boobs. Only use numbers because you would call a number, and then it would beep, and then you'd have to put in a little code. Supposed to be your phone number, so I need to call you. <laughs> but you can also put boobless. You can also do loose <laughs> or Bob. But yeah. my first boyfriend had a beeper. But I had a beeper, I and I was also able to, like, I was so cool, I could change out the case, like, take the guts out of the beeper, put it in the <laughs> case. Like, Did you have neon colors? No. no. I had, like, a yin-yang, I had an Italian flag, had all, but never mind, I don't want to talk about <laughs> you had, Wait, wait. I'm sorry, stop the podcast. <laughs> you had an Italian flag beeper case? I did. <laughs> That's pretty fantastic. Damn, son, you uh, Italian. <laughs> it was Long Island in the 90s. Fuck off. <laughs> damn. Stay quiet. You, damn, you are Italian. Okay, so I'm sorry. So he sends so her to the I feel, hospital. I feel offended well, now. Well, no, he, he answers the phone, and it's yeah. Taryn. She called him and tells him that Kristen's locked up. Um... He sends Nancy after her, and then he goes back to talk to Nancy's dad. And he, like, 
manhandles him, which yeah, I didn't which think was, he had it in him. I, I was, was like, like what? Uh, this guy killed Freddy. <laughs> he dug deep and found a brass vagina. Yeah. He did. <laughs> Is that still a thing? It's always a thing. Okay. So he roughs up Dad a little bit, and he says they're going on a scavenger hunt. Uh, on the way, Neil stops by to rob a church. Yeah, of holy like you water, do, of holy water, and a cross. And the the priest is like, "What are yeah. you doing?" And he's like, "I just need to borrow this. Here's my driver's license." Neil's a part time psychiatrist, part time monster hunter. Apparently, he's all ready. Maybe. Ooh, Monster Squad. Let's do that movie. Oh, uh, we will. <laughs> but he handed over his driver's license like he's renting a pair of bowling shoes. Well, and then he drives somewhere. <laughs> So that's your call. You can tell it's the eighties though, because that shit wouldn't fly today. No. <laughs> and the priest is just like, "What just happened?" <laughs> he's like, we, "Fuck we it, I'm gonna go smoke back. a cigarette." <laughs> Shenanigans. All right, so Nancy gets to the hospital. Morpheus is there, and uh, Nancy says she needs to see Kristen. Kirsten. Morpheus says she's not uh, going to. She's not yeah. uh, allowed in. Which this is brilliant logic on his part because he's like, he has "Ever since you showed up, my kids are dying." Yeah. Bitch, it's you! But he does let her go see the other kids and because, yeah, that's supposedly okay. say goodbye to them. And they do an impromptu sleep session. Yeah, she's super fast. She's the best hypnotizer. Hypnotist. Hypnotist. I'm Ever. Sorry. Ever. 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 You've clearly never seen Catch Me If You Can. Or no, what now you've seen it with Woody Harrelson. Neither of those. He's like, three, two, one, sleep! No, but like, she shuts the door... To the group room. And what's that thing they keep saying the whole movie when they go to group? Straight Real talk. talk. Straight talk. Straight talk. Only, only, in this only, room. only straight talk here. But why? What is Which the I think we should do that? in our podcast at the beginning every time now. We should say, all right, only straight talk. <laughs> only straight talk in the room. All right. Ah. <laughs> all right. So Charlie <laughs> says, no, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> you can't stop me. I'm Nancy's. just saying, you're, I'm going to be the cat. And you're going to have to hurt me because we're no. not doing just straight talk in this room. <laughs> <laughs> so Nancy's dad takes Neil to the spot. All right, meow. End of scene. Nancy tells everyone that they need to link up and go into the dream, and they all end up with Kristen, Kirsten. <laughs> I thought it was good, though, that she said, imagine yourself in that room with her. Like, that was clever, because then they really did end up I like how she warns them, you're going to die. <laughs> she gave them a chance to back out. But they show up in the quiet room. So we flash back uh, to the early scene where Kristen, Kirsten, and her mommy. <laughs> okay. Freddie comes in and cuts mom's head off. And uh, he goes for Kirsten, but she is... You always ruin it with you. Try to get the D. She uses her backflip ability to get away. <laughs> this was my most unbelievable death. This was? Yes. What? Well, this it wasn't was. the marionette that she died. Okay? <laughs> no, it wasn't the, that the dream she monster's died. Okay. It was the that he has four set. blades, and he went through her neck, and then her head was no longer connected. Look, I don't know if you know this, but Carly knows a little bit more about decapitations <laughs> than everybody. <laughs> Carly, you want to expand upon that? Like, her head wouldn't have come clean <laughs> up. <laughs> look, and it wasn't clean. No. But <laughs> what if he like but wiggled his fingers? They're in a dream. I know. They're in a dream. <laughs> he, those could be sharp as samurai swords. But then I He's loved, the dream demon. I loved what her mom said. <laughs> what, that she's still super bitch even though she has no body? She said, I wrote it down somewhere, but she said... You ruin it when I'm trying to get some deep dicking. <laughs> That's the, I'm paraphrasing. She said, damn it, Kristen, you ruined everything, or something like that. So this is Carly's favorite line. I loved it. It was fantastic. My right. favorite line's coming up. I know. So, mine too. So, <laughs> really, what's your favorite? We'll get to it. We'll get there. <laughs> so we follow uh, Taryn. Uh, she is all and bad. beauty and batted up, <laughs> walking around looking for Kristen Kirsten. She ends um, up in a back alley, and on the wall is a heart that says Taryn and Freddy. Oh, because that's cute. She pulls her knives, and uh, her and Freddy get into a knife fight. 
not a very. I kind of wish this had gone on longer. I no, I like wish it was a little bit shorter. <laughs> no, no. But if you're gonna have a knife fight, I feel like it should have been a cool knife fight. It took like five seconds, and then all of a sudden, he had needles for. Wait, and also, that actress clearly had no idea how to knife fight because she sucked. <laughs> Wait, but are her we dream... talking about the skills of these actors? Oh, and no, 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 no. We don't want to go into. That. We don't have enough time to unravel that sweater. <laughs> but her dream power. Sweater. Sweater. Shut up. She's trying to use Keep her dream hot. power, and I appreciated that she was trying to. Use Use her dream power because everybody else seems to have forgotten that they have. Good dream job, powers. Carly. Good call. And, Good job, Carly. And, but the fight is over too fast, and you're like, but she tried to use her dream power. Yes, I wanted it to give her an advantage. Maybe her she power was had, good. His was better. Maybe she should have had a better power than That's just being true. beautiful That's and bad. Well, and I don't drink anymore. I freeze it and eat it like a popsicle. You gonna well, see Dean Martin's lines used as a fly set of his walking over a mirror. That's one way of looking at it. <laughs> and during the knife fight, Taryn stabs Freddie in the ribs and. No shit, Freddy pulls a Ric Flair. <laughs> he pulls his hands up, starts shaking his head, goes on his knees, <laughs> and convinces her to talk. <laughs> he reminds her that she used to be a junkie, and when he brings his hands up, they're all hypodermic needles. Full of that good, Blue good stuff. What was that stuff he was putting in there? It was blue. What was that fantasy Wait. blue drug it, you were talking oh, about? Blue dream. Blue dream. It was blue dream. Nice. Good callback, nice. Harley. Excellent. Excellent. Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man reference. Nice. To a movie you've no, never no, fucking seen. But I was. Good job, Carly. Yeah. Second clap for yeah. Carly today. <laughs> That's two class for Carly, none for the rest of it. You gotta, found, catch up. you gotta catch up. I found the hungry pock marks creepy. Yeah, little needle marks turn the That was a little one, yeah. The track marks? Yeah, that's gross. He jabs her in both arms and makes, makes an O face and says, What a rush. <laughs> Bitch. So we jump over to Will, and he's walking around in dark hallways. Like he hears you do. Freddy laugh. And then a spiked and razored wheelchair starts chasing him. I was calling that the Iron Maiden wheelchair. That kind of reminded me no, of um, Saul. Was it, what was the name of the band that did the, the soundtrack for this? Dokken? Dokken. Dokken, thank yep. you. So, <clears throat> Freddy stuff. says, uh, hey, Will, you look tired. Have a seat. Will says, no, thank you. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Very polite. <laughs> um, and then Freddy says my favorite line, which is, he says, I'm doing just fine, thank you. And he says, for now, but when you wake up, it's back. In the saddle again. again. <laughs> and then awesome. I immediately heard the Aerosmith song, Well, I'm back. Yeah, I think I started singing it. He dodges, <laughs> he dodges the first pass well enough, but it still cuts his legs a bit, and he falls onto the ground. It turns around, uh, and it's, but he, Will starts chanting that he is the wizard master. Yeah, all of a sudden you remember he had dream power. Dream power. And by the son of Osiris, or whatever he says, <laughs> the elf, some elf lord, the Lorican son of the prince something. of the elves. You, who knows? Lorik, the prince of the, the elves, air, floats up in the air and blasts the chair to bits with his wizard master power. This is another point where I just started cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of hokey. <laughs> he starts to blast Freddy, and Freddy looks a little nervous. But Will breaks the first rule of D and D wizardry. Don't engage in hand-to-hand. -hand. <laughs> stay ranged. That's right. Yeah, he didn't stay ranged. He blasts Freddy pretty good, but as soon as he gets in close combat range, Freddy guts him. Sorry, kid. Which? I don't believe in fairy tales. Okay. Is Will dead? Yes. Yes. Because we never come back to Will. Well, I, I was going to say that. He but, gets stabbed in the chest with knives. I want to see the scene when they come back to group and there's like dead kids all over the ground. We never come back to Will 
We never They never do that scene Taryn When we end up We end up at a different person's funeral I won't spoil it for you If you've never seen this movie You're going to have to wait Five minutes in the podcast To find out <laughs> whose funeral we see It was Freddy's We never come back So we assume he died But like well, They never I, come back to it. They him. at least go in a coma Right I mean, who knows? Dead kid on the floor. The end of the wizard master is very upsetting. Yeah. Well, he wasn't a very good wizard master. Maybe he comes back in the next in in four. I haven't seen that. Spoiler alert: He doesn't. Oh. But everyone else does. Now we come back to people that are living. Kristen and Nancy. Kristen and Nancy find for a hot minute. Yeah. Hey, we should do four next. Please don't. You know what? Let's just watch four. When we're done with this, let's go watch four. Four is actually kind of cool. Maybe we'll four just is, watch that. Okay, okay. Four is good. We'll just watch that. Not then we're going to watch five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some with the nunchucks. But anyway, <laughs> back to yeah. Kristen Kirsten. She finds Nancy, and uh, Kincaid breaks through the wall, and they all hug. Oh. Then he starts to call Freddie a pussy. You don't do that. Wait a minute. Hit my favorite line. It's time for John's favorite line, because Kincaid says... It's time to stop guessing and start messing. And then he says, <laughs> bitch, in his red shoes. Mm. His ruby slippers, if you will. <laughs> because, you know, if you believe in magic, and I hope you do, you'll always have a friend wearing big red shoes. <laughs> That's a McDonald's, McDonald's thing. I know, I almost yeah. want to give you a golf clap for that. <laughs> Half a clap. Half a clap. Right. One hand clapping. One hand clapping. <laughs> so Freddy's called a pussy a bunch of times and then a door appears. The door, door to appears. nowhere? They open it. leads it. unsurprisingly to a boiler room. But this was me because it looked like hell. And earlier when the mattress went out from underneath Joey's bed, it looked like it was hell. So when they opened the door, I started singing, they found the door. <laughs> hell. And then when they're walking on the stairs, I'm like, they're on the stairs. <laughs> Carly's obsessed with hell. If you haven't guessed, okay. I was seeing this whole movie. I, I was not frightened by this movie at all. <laughs> all right, so so we so back to Neil and Nancy's dad. Uh, they go to a junkyard, and Freddy's bones are in the trunk of a caddy. And well, they get well, the bones. yeah. Where would you keep them? And then Dad tries to run away, like we, you do. Bitch. Yeah, I totally get it. And this was the guy in Enter the Dragon who killed fucking Bolo. And he's running like a little bitch. And he was a Mitchell. You don't know what that means, do you? You have no. given me the weirdest face. It's a Bruce no. Lee movie. You know I know is. what... I don't know who Bolo is. You know who I, Bolo is? I don't. Holy shit balls. <laughs> I know that Enter the Dragon is a movie starring Bruce Lee. Okay, that's good. That's all my knowledge. You have that's movie. more than I knew. <laughs> that's all the knowledge I got right there. I wish we could do that movie, but it's not underappreciated. Everybody loves that fucking movie. Yeah. Maybe you can do a special. Well, deep in the boiler room... <sighs> Fuck, Kincaid, I, maybe we could do... Hold up. Not hold up. appreciated okay. by Carly and Elaine. Do you remember the movie? <laughs> shush. You remember the movie Double Team where Jean Claude Van Damme played Kickboxer. both roles? Y yes. Do you remember the movie Bloodsport? Yes. The main oh, bag, big Chinese right. bad guy. That dude's awesome. That's yeah, Bolo. That's Bolo. Oh well, then I totally know who Bolo is. <laughs> so, so we know. Yeah. So now Nancy's dad. Nancy's dad fights Bolo. You Nancy's dad fights Bolo when the dragon. Does Bolo win because he's badass? No, but he bites him his way out of an armbar. <laughs> that's fantastic. And then he wears what's his name's thing as a trophy on his knee. Can we that's watch blood sport? After oh, we watch that? um four, or, or Nightmare on Elm Street four, can we then watch? Bloodsport? No, we're going to watch Freddy Stead. Or Enter the Dragon? <laughs> because. Can we watch Enter the Dragon? His we're daughter puts a pipe today, on his fucking chest. <laughs> you will right. watch whatever we so tell you. So Terrence has dinner plans. <laughs> She's got a psychiatrist she wants to talk about. Back to the boiler room. <laughs> Kincaid, Nancy, and Kristen Kirsten find Joey still tied to the bed. <laughs> it's been a fun movie for Joey. <laughs> And the tongues his ass are, cheeks have got to be burnt. He's still tied by tongues, yeah, and they're still, 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 still moving. Yeah. 
They look like dicks. Now, Fred, I actually really love the way the scene's shot. If you get a chance, pay attention to it next time when you see it. That's right, when fans. It, when, uh, listen to this. when it flies in on, it kind of scoops in on Freddy, and he's walking around the boiler. It was really cool. Francis, Freddy's nearby, and he tells Joey. <coughs> He lets Joey fall, but Nancy catches him as the tongues let go of him. And Nancy's about to fall too, but who yeah. saved there to save the day? Luckily, my man, Christy, mm. Kristen Kirsten uses her acrobat ability to kick, to kick Freddy. Freddy yeah. with a, with and a then Kincaid saves them. And then Kincaid picks up a pipe and beats the shit out of him, tells him to let off some steam. I love that pipe <laughs> oh, wait, because no, no, it was so made of tinfoil. That was commando. <laughs> oh, my bad. He grabs Kincaid uh, Vader style and lifts him up in the air, and then Nancy stabs him. Uh, with a pipe. Through with a rebarb, right? With rebarb, yeah. yeah. Rebarb. And then he licks the rebarb. He doesn't give a shit because he's Freddy. He pulls it out and he's like, he's like "Bitch, I've been like, dead." She's like, "He's gotten strong." He's never been this strong before. But when he licked it, I was just as grossed out as you were in the last That's movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> These movies are always connected by some scene. <laughs> That's a callback. Like, oh. Like when he got shot and he licked it. Ooh. Yeah, but see, I didn't think it was gross when Freddy did it because he's a gross character. It was extra gross in The Losers. Now, when Max. Did. Now here's a question: When he pulls it, it out, unexpected. when he pulls it out, are you admiring the angle of the dangle? No, mm. no. But he does say. But that, he does uh, That's a callback. He does open his shirt and show us the souls. That is horrible children. special effects right there. Like that is some horrible special. They effects. They give him strength. <laughs> And there's room for more. <laughs> then he senses Nancy's dead and Neil getting ready to bury his bones and disappears. Like you And pops up video game style no, okay. as a skeleton. I got a lot of things to say. It's here. another point where I cracked up. I'm lot sorry. Lot to unpack here. All right, we so let's pause back, the podcast. <laughs> we go back to the auto salvage yard, right? Which, first of all, when they got it's to there first... Me and you. Right. Well, it says auto salvage. I know, I just... Dude. He's a junkyard. But first, the dad says we put him here because we knew nobody would look. You mean nobody ever wants parts for their fucking car, you for loser? Their, for their 57 oh, Chevy? This is not a really popular so car. So we get there, all of a sudden, like, they're like, we're not alone. But nobody's here. You and then the cars are, are all alone. turn themselves Starting up. up Freddy has dream powers. I'm 100% okay well, with dream well, powers. Here's the thing, though. He's This is the height of his power. So it's starting to bleed over into reality. Dream just, demon. It doesn't make any sense because I'm a hundred percent on board with anything happening in a dream, but all of a sudden he's an animated skeleton and takes out low rent Bill Maher with I a will, shovel. You're gonna want to not watch the rest of these movies. I will say <laughs> they they talk a little bit about this in the next movie that I'll do. <laughs> I feel like because every town has an Elm Street. And they had they talk about how when powers we did, are different. And when well, he gets to a certain level, he can start affecting the real life. All right, did, so let me break it to you down D and D style for you. Okay, the more levels you Wizard get, Master the cooler style. shit you could do. Wizard Master, thank we don't you. Have the copyright. The higher shit you could do, the cooler stuff you could do. He's like a level five dream demon. When we <laughs> level when we five, did so the, pretty low. You need to be level twenty five. When we did the Friday the <laughs> I'm not very good at this. Okay, <laughs> shit. And we <laughs> talked about how long time Jason, Jason fans were upset because he broke some of the unexplained rules. This upset me because I feel like an, one of the, uh, you know, kind of just known Freddy facts is that he can affect anything in the dream world. And if it happens in the dream, it becomes it becomes real life. But this is just real world shit. Well, and how the fuck does he become a tiny little evil dead skeleton? It's not it just well, doesn't make sense to me. I was really like, uh, this is bullshit. I will say, this is suspension of disbelief. Dude. In the Nightmare on Elm Street thing, he does have... 
times when he can affect the real world just, a little bit. I don't know about Jason and the Argonaut skeleton running around, but he does. It felt like so over my head. Why are you worrying games? about this? You have to sit back and enjoy the ride. When okay, he popped when up. The way he popped up, like he was all excited to be there, he was about to dance. I started laughing. <laughs> well, then he was. There's a cutscene where he goes, "Hello, my baby." Hello, my baby. <laughs> no, 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 that's spaceballs. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so Freddy throws Dada into the uh, caddy's tail fin and kills him, and then he beats Bill Maher to death with a shovel, and then starts to bury him. Then he does a weird victory dance. See now, th part. this <laughs> is a callback to another movie. Oh really? What movie is that? In the movie Body Count, his move, his, the same guy. Plays a different character, gets buried the same way. Okay. Nice. Uh, callback. But you wouldn't notice that because you didn't see that movie. That's a callback in this movie, but not a callback on this, on podcast. this podcast. There is a difference. Moving on, you can, <laughs> only, affect you can only affect powers in this podcast. <laughs> For this podcast, this is a fun fact hey, about a movie callback. <laughs> hey, have I shown you my glove that I have here with the knives on it? Hold on a second, bitch. <laughs> and, right. I said, and I said... <sighs> All right, hey, hey, Ron. <laughs> Back in the dream world, our crew are lost in the house when they walk into the, a hallway filled with mirrors. Each one fills with an image of Freddy, and each one attacks one of our buddies here. Except for one. No, no. Except nay, nay. for Joey. He hides in the corner because he's a little bitch. Yeah, holding his head. Bitch. Joey sees all of his friends get sucked into a mirror, choked, and, and he, he stands up and his screams. dream power. <laughs> no, he screams no. All the mirrors shatter. But what is his dream power? Is that he it supposed to be ability to talk? No, his ability to break fucking mirrors. Is he's it got supersonic sound. He's black canary. Okay, he's got super <laughs> fucking voice. Nobody likes any of the canaries. I'm just <laughs> oh. saying. Wow. Like well, there goes like Tony. The thought that maybe Elaine would want to play back canary in a role well, play game. <laughs> But I'm just saying that it just didn't make any sense what his power was. It was very, like, they didn't explain it enough to know exactly what his dream power was. All right, was. so he yells he no. He found his dream power. His dream power is that he could talk and break mirrors. It was, Done. Was his dream power self-confidence? Because he dug deep and found out, actually, I can't use His dream power was to sleep with the nurse, but that got fucked up, so. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that was everybody's dream that power. All right, sleep with the nurse with the, with the high the mirrors, and tights. All the mirrors in the room shatter, and all his friends get puked back into the hallway. <laughs> Regurgitated, if you will. Nancy says he's gone. It's over. The credits roll, and that's the end of the movie. So no, no, nay, nay, no, nay, nay, no, no. Dad but comes down from heaven. Daddy comes down from heaven, like you do, and says, "Hey, I'm gonna. I just wanted to say goodbye one last time." And she doesn't seem too upset that her dad died. Because she's a terrible actress. She's Not since Jean Triplehorn has such a bad actress been shown on this podcast. Wow, she's Brigitte also a bad Nielsen. daughter. Yeah, I'm sorry, Brigitte Nielsen's way better than Jean Triplehorn. Are you kidding me? Brigitte Nielsen's uh, awesome. They say their goodbyes and their I love yous. And oh, darn it's it, Freddy. Freddy, you sneaky. You son of a bitch. And stabs the shit out of her. And he kills her. Nobody cares. Uh, she screams and Dr. Neil wakes up from his dirt nap. <laughs> in Dreamland, Freddy drops. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. In Dreamland, Freddy drops Nancy and goes for Kristen Kirsten. And as he mounts her, Nancy jumps on Kruger's back and stabs him with his own claw. Like you do. But did he uh, wall off so the guys were not in this part? He slammed the door and they couldn't get in. Yeah. Because Kincaid's super strong. Neil climbs out and yep. drops the bones in the pit, into the grave they dig, I mean. And then he starts to pour holy water onto the bones. Now. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm not an expert. <laughs> no. But no. I don't think On holy what? water and a stolen crucifix 
can hallow ground in a junkyard. <laughs> I'm just, I mean. Why don't you take the bones back to the church and bury it in the church? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like that's where Highlanders can't fight, right? Right. Holy what ground. about holy ground. holy ground? What about the auto salvage slash junkyard makes this shit holy? Hey, um, it's sacred ground. Maybe, is sacred ground. To maybe him. said oily ground. Unless you're looking for the bumper for. Your Eleanor, there ain't nothing holy about it. That's Eleanor. a reference to Gone in 60 Seconds. Nice. <laughs> My favorite movie. 67 GD. But what is your favorite movie that you tell everybody? Seven Brothers, Seven, seven brothers. brothers. And that's bullshit. No one likes that movie because when she's you go in court and she's a trans monster. That movie's great. Both those movies are very underappreciated and could be done on this podcast. But I'm just saying, there's nothing about this that says hollow ground. Hollow ground is consecrated ground. They could have buried like him a anywhere churchyard. if he was going to dump holy water on his face. But I don't see why holy water makes it. Hollow? That doesn't make any sense. I guess this is why we have Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Yeah, they fucked it up. All right, moving on. He explodes into a bunch of light and is gone. Kristen holds Nancy and cries. And says, I'm going to dream you into someplace Which beautiful. was a horrible line. Yeah, yeah it was terrible. My least favorite line in the movie. It's terrible. My mouth. At Nancy's funeral, Neil sees the Invisa nun and runs <laughs> over to talk to her, but she disappears like Invisa nuns do. <laughs> Neil sees that she was a ghost the whole time, and this is her tombstone. And what and does it she, say? And who was she? Freddie Smith. Like an episode of Cold Case. Anna Kruger. Maybe if he had been the medium, he would have known that all along. <laughs> he sees dead. But unfortunately, that was Rosanna. She <laughs> is the, that was. the mother of a psychopath. Yeah. The movie ends at Neil's place, I assume. Okay. He's sleeping in, and he's in his bed dreaming about something that's making him smile creepily. And Nancy he, was giving him a, a hug. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that was another Ghostbusters. Oh, mouth hug. <laughs> Hello. Maybe there's that part that always gets cut out of Ghostbusters. We pan away, and he has that weird model of Nancy's house on his dresser, like everyone does in this bedroom, in their bedroom in this movie for some reason. And the light inside clicks on. Like I could see why he took her little whatever dream, good dream statue. Yeah. But why did he take the Papier Mache house? Papier Mache house. Papier because he wants something to remember her by. I spent all day making a Papier Mache lobster head. <laughs> that is from Love Actually. Okay, we got our parts in the nativity. <laughs> Stop it. There was more than one lobster present than Jesus. Duh. Uh, All right, moving on. Let's get to the good, the meat and potatoes of our podcast here. Before we do that, in the copy that we watched, at the very end, it went back to the trailer. No, I just played the trailer. Oh, you did? Yeah. I thought it just happened. <laughs> like magic. What was she drinking during the podcast? She was well, drinking that mojo juice, huh? Taking that blue heaven. I've been doing a that lot blue of magic lately. I'm a little woo. Yeah. <laughs> Get that blue magic in you, huh? But the trailer is where I got my jump scare. <laughs> Not in the actual movie. Not the dead pig. But it's like a little girl. And she's in front of the house. Yeah. And she does the Freddy. Yeah, because that's from the movie. Thing, and then his hand just pops out from the top out of, the house. of the house. Yeah. <laughs> and that is where I got my. Job I remember there. the trailer for that. <laughs> what just came out? Eighty-seven. So I was like, what, six, seven years old when this came you out. Were... I remember the fucking trailer. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I got my jump scare. Why do I remember the trailer? I don't know. It was scary. <laughs> Who are you starting with, Tony? That's weird. Start First, with... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you say at the beginning and I just missed it what made this movie underrated? No, he didn't. But Wait, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> we're going to not start with Elaine. Carly. <laughs> oh, you started with me. Yeah. Carly, yay. We're starting with Carly. Yay. Talk all yay. Go, Carly. Yay. I'm afraid if I don't start with you, you're going to interrupt me, so... <laughs> 
Carly, words, use them. Might. Actually, here's my thing. All right. I did not care for most of the acting. What? In this movie, but I liked the idea. And I think if they were to remake this movie with the special effects we have now and have... They did, it's terrible. A writer... <laughs> oh, see. But the, the idea I enjoyed and the, the story I enjoyed more so than the uh, Jason movie yeah. that we watched. I liked the plot and I liked the story. I just didn't care for the acting. So I think... I might have to recommend this movie. Whoa, that's a yay! A yay! Carly because starts to come with a yay. I like the story. I like the idea. I think it's very interesting. A lot of 80s more horror movies had really good premises, but didn't. Yeah. It's, more, it's a lot one. more interesting Ooh, to me. Amazing premise, but when you watch the movie, you're like, this movie's kind of weird and sucks. But the right. idea is amazing. Because you keep waiting for Pinhead to show up, and he's only there for like well, five minutes. Well, it's a minutes. weird sex movie. <laughs> it is a weird sex movie. So it's Life is a House? Oh. No, it's not that weird. Not that much sex. <laughs> All right, so who's next, Tony? So we have a well, yay. We who's have next? a yay. Well, we had the 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 good point of view, so well, let's let's take our medicine. Go ahead, Elaine. Take the bad. Am I the ugly? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so first Maybe off, I have to say, because I didn't get to say this fun fact during earlier, the character of Joey, okay, the guy, Rodney Eastman, that plays that part, his first movie was Chopping Mall. Nice. Which is a classic yes. good-bad movie. Was he in that? He was uncredited as the shoplifter. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't remember him. You I, clearly don't know that. Think, you looked that shit up. <laughs> it just made me think, I could be watching Chopping Mall and having a way better time than watching this movie. <laughs> because... I hate this movie more than you hated Red Sonja, John. Damn. That's wow. Not that's just, it's like, Did it have an Infinity Stone? Okay. <laughs> we have to watch it again. When we watched the first Nightmare on Elm Street, Dreamstone. I enjoyed myself a lot. And I was looking forward to enjoying myself this movie, too. But how I didn't notice before that Nancy is the worst actress on the planet. Yes. <laughs> She's so bad. She didn't have that buffer, which is Nightmare on Elm Street 2. And I didn't... <laughs> and I like puns, but I didn't think that any of Freddy's puns were funny. Back in the saddle again? I... Come on! No. You're on TV. It's your big break on TV, Look, bitch. My Kincaid was great. I love that character. I'm so glad he got this job. Because he's my favorite. You know he's doing the next one. And my dick is... My dick is trying to kill me. That's great. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. So you don't have a dick. <laughs> when you started that, I was like, what? You're like, my dick, my dick. I'm like, you don't have one. But it's just... TMI. I didn't think it was I funny. I assure you. I didn't think... It's so... Like, the production value is so low, and I just did not enjoy this. And I'm sorry. It's a big nay from Elaine. Mm. Wow. Wow. Damn. Okay. It's my first name. Well, Real bad. So, John, from all of us here on this side <laughs> of the table to all of you on that side of the table, your your opinion is valued, and thank you for it. However, you are incredibly wrong. Oh, oh. now they all know that we sit across from each other. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been on the side. How do you know? It's your side of the table. There's four sides to this table. Now they know that we sit at a square. Four sides too. Going to your so yeah, parallelogram is a, is, a, is four sides too. But let me tell you what I think about this movie here. This in the mythos of a Nightmare on Elm Street is canon. We all know this, but it is also essential to the mythos because you find out lots of interesting things here. We see the resurgence of Nancy. We see the resurgence of Dad. I forgot his name. Dad. <laughs> Mr. Nancy. 
Thompson. Uh, we'll call him Officer Thompson. Sure. Dadsy? We get... Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I give this the highest of recommends. I do believe this is the a highest. great... highest. <laughs> this is a great movie, and it might be the way that some people look at Star Wars and be like this, because we haven't had a Star Wars reference yet this podcast. Jesus. <laughs> Some people look at Star Wars and be like, this is a great movie. It's because you watched as a kid and you don't realize that it sucked. Because I only saw Star Wars as an adult and like, this movie sucks. I watched this as a kid. I question my parents' judgment. Anyway. Hi, Mom. If you'd like to come on the podcast, we'd love to have you. But I watched this as a child. And bring Dad, and bring Dad with you. And have loved these movies ever since. So, highest of recommends. Tony, take us home. Where are we going? I don't even know anymore. Well, what I said before was um, this may not be the best Freddy movie. Maybe the first one is, and four is four. I think is about as good. But you can't watch four without seeing three first, so it would have been weird. Well, they, you miss a bunch. You all these characters. Where the fuck they come from? Well, none of these movies have to be the best movie, but they yeah. just have to be underrated. Yeah. Or underappreciated. Or we like them. I, I think and I this really is like this movie. Overappreciated, but that's just. <laughs> Because three of us appreciate it. That's a different podcast. <laughs> well, at this table, it's overappreciated. Seven five percent is good. Seven five percent will get Not you bad. so in the Hall of Fame. Not bad. The Freddy Krueger Hall of Fame. That's right. Thank you for playing. All right, moving on. All right, hey, what's next? All right. So. so please check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud and Podcast Addict. And exciting news: we are now on Stitcher. Yay! Yay! Elaine got a class. I got a Super exciting. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. Please tweet at unmoviepodcast and email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com to tell us how you feel about these and other underappreciated movies. I have been taking requests and not my pick for next week, but the next one is going to be a request. I'm Wait, what is your pick for next week? Next week, we're going to discuss the 2009 we, Emma Caulfield of we do that Buffy already? the Vampire Slayer, the TV show, fame. <laughs> She's in a movie called Timer, and I'm pretty excited. It's on Netflix. Check it out. Um, well, yeah, so if you guys want to watch that movie before we do... Because I'm not going to watch it till the day we record because that's how I do business. I also don't do notes. If you look, if you, fans, if you were in the room, you can see everybody's got notes but me. I don't do notes. They don't care about that. <laughs> well, I bet they've never heard of this movie like the rest of the people on this podcast. So what makes that movie unappreciated? No one's ever heard, heard of, it. of y'all's movie. This time you haven't heard You've of it. You've never oh. heard of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, I yeah. call bullshit. I have, but I didn't know there were so many. <laughs> Nine? Is that a lot? But I had never Slept heard of Jason. The Last Dragon. I had never heard of Red Sonja. But you heard of Friday the 13th and, one, and Waterworld. Yes, but I didn't know that there were 12 of all of these movies. There's <laughs> not 12 Waterworlds, and thank God for that. <laughs> but we do wish there was two, Waterworld and Water Wars. I wish there was yes. a prequel, definitely. A prequel would be awesome. Is that where Kevin Costner grows gills? All right, we're getting... He was born got there. Gills. Anyway, anyway. Dry Land is a myth. That's not the movie. <laughs> All right, so, anything else? I if you want to rate and review us on iTunes, please give us five stars and then just post <laughs> Dryland is a myth. <laughs> also, subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or what's the other one you do? SoundCloud. 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 All of these things. You know, Facebook page. That way you make sure you never miss an episode 
of the Underappreciated Movie Podcast. And coming hey, soon, Tony and I are starting an Instagram and Reddit page that you can and add Tony as well. Which, yeah, I'm not doing that, but it is uh, two words <laughs> on um, Podcast Addict. Underappreciated. Under That's space appreciated. Underappreciated is not one word. It's two. Right. Just and to, on that know. bombshell. Because <laughs> uh, I looked it up with as one word and couldn't find it. We will see you next week on Friday, where we always are here. Because appreciating. I make sure I put the podcast out on Friday. Yep, that's my job. He does. All right, guys. So thanks for playing along. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.